on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Welcome in to Hour 3, the Power Hour, on Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Join the conversation now on the Long & Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, or text Rick and the show at David Teal coming up in about 30 minutes. Hope everybody's doing well wherever you might be. But as always, very excited conversation that involves the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth and the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, current ESPN broadcaster and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth. Here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning. Good to talk with you. Good to talk with everybody today. How's everything? Hey, doing okay, man. A little chilly. You're starting November, but you know. That's the way it's supposed to be as we head down the stretch month Correct. of uh, the college football season, the start of college basketball season for both the ladies and the guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL GMs were midway through, right? The Raiders are firing everyone. <laughs> yes, they are again. <laughs> um, the World Series is happening and no one's watching. No one's watching. Comparably, no one's watching. And uh, But I'm excited. We're going to Louisville this week. I told you what I wanted, right? Remember about yes. three weeks ago? What did yeah. I say? The reset. The reset. Yes, you can have a chance to reset and have something to play for come November. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. You know, there's, there's, there's no question the team is different than it was at the end of September, right? The Hokies mm-hmm. were one and three. They were banged up. They were really struggling to stop the run. They were getting... Um, inconsistent quarterback play they were playing hard we remember we talked about you know they're buying in they're 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 getting great effort right but they're just not playing well enough and they made some changes obviously to personnel and man alive what a different looking team we have heading into Louisville this week well, it is, and now the next thing is Coach Pry addressed, uh, you know, yesterday, Bill. They have to win on the road, and now it's time to take that next step on the road. Well, we'll see. I mean, this we have three out of four on the road, and the home game against NC State is a team playing with a lot of confidence. Just beat Clemson Saturday, and has a veteran team and veteran coaching staff. But 
Um, you know, coach says go one and zero this week. Um, each of those games is going to present its own really big challenge. Uh, but the toughest team of the four is this week, and Louisville's won nine in a row at home. They're playing great football. Uh, their defense is terrific. They have two shutouts this season. They've got a three-headed monster on offense that is tearing everybody up. And so, you know, but it's nice to play in a big, meaningful game here in the first Saturday in November. What's impressed you the most, Bill? I mean, Tech over the last five games, the offense has turned it around, or the 15 sacks the last two games defensively? Well, the ability to run the ball, I think that goes to drones at quarterback. I think Kyron's ability to make sure, for example, Syracuse and Wake Forest both had a linebacker spying him. So that's, you're, you're basically taking a defender away. And if you look at it, in the last five games, the Hokies are averaging 210 yards a run. And, you know, even the, the, uh, the Florida State loss, Tech had over 200 yards rushing. Last five games, the Hokies are getting 415 yards a game. Now, that might not sound like the greatest offense ever, but compared to where it was, that's remarkable. Now, they're playing a Louisville team that's holding everybody under 300 yards. Louisville's holding everybody under 100 yards rushing. This is, you know, statistically, uh, statistically, they're better on defense than Florida State. Mm-hmm. So, statistically. Now, I don't, I'm not saying that FSU's right, defense, right. You, you know, their skill and whatnot. Louisville's pretty good, though, on defense. And if you look at the numbers, you'll see what I'm talking about. Well, I know you'll have a lot more on that along with Mike Burnup on the Level 7 podcast, breaking down this Louisville team that Coach Pry has a lot of respect for. I mean, they have a big three as well that's as good as any in the conference, so it'll be a good well, the break. The quarterback down. Plummer played at Cal last year. He started every game last year. Veteran guy, leads them. Uh, he, he's poised. A lot of what we're talking about drones, right? I mean, yeah. Drones has thrown one interception. He's throwing balls away. He's making the right read. Yeah. Jawar Jordan you know, he had a little hamstring injury, but he had a huge game. He had 163 yards against Duke. He uh, and he transferred from Syracuse. Um, he's getting 100 yards a game, seven and a half yards a carry. I mean, he, you know, as good as Benson has been down at Florida State, I'm not so sure that Jordan might, might not be first team all conference running back. As crazy as that sounds. And then the receiver, Thrash, I mean, he by far is their leading receiver. He has 48 catches on the year. Second on the team, the Coleman, he just has 17. So it's a three-headed monster, Plummer, Jordan, Thrash. That's that's it uh, offensively. Now, defensively, that's a different bird. They run to the ball. Speaking of which, we've got to talk about the Hokies running to the ball. Yeah. I mean, they, they swarm. When Coach Pry was very first hired, we said, what do you want to see on defense? What do you want it to look like? And he said, I want it to look like Penn State. So I said, well, specifically, what do you mean? And he laughed. And he said, if everybody is running to the ball, if you see 11 guys in maroon helmets running to the ball, you know we're pursuing the way we want to pursue. Well, the other big news that came out, obviously, then Tech preparing for this big showdown for second against Louisville is this at least for the time being, the new ACC football scheduling model uh, came out with 17 teams. And your thoughts on what you saw, some of the highlights from the scheduling model? Well, we're going to go to California three times. Uh, I don't mind a California trip. I think it's a little weird. Um, and I hate, you know, for some of the other sports, you know, when you're taking, you know, your whole team out there, it, it's logistically a challenge uh, but we're going to play everybody else 17 teams in the league now you're going to play everyone else at least twice over the seven-year period 
the the highlight for me, we knew that UVA would be a permanent rival, right? So the way it worked, Rick, not everybody has permanent rivals. Like not everybody in the ACC is going to have someone you play every year guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Some teams will have three teams you're guaranteed to play every year, which is exactly what the Big Ten did. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like the Big Ten, like like I think uh, Nebraska plays. This, they have three guaranteed opponents that they play every year. Penn State has none. Penn State's like it doesn't matter who we play. We can play Ohio State or Youngstown State. We're going to get one hundred and fourteen thousand in here, and they will. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't right, matter who right. we play. Yeah, we could have an inter squad game. <laughs> true, true. All right, so that's okay. So we knew UVA would be a permanent rival for Tech, but but getting Miami back is huge. Yes, it's such a great rivalry. This is the first year we haven't played. We played every year since from nineteen ninety two to two thousand twenty two. And uh, Mike and I talked about this on Level 7. In those 31 years, Rick, those 31 years, the Virginia Tech-Miami game was either on CBS, because that was our partner in the Big East. Mm-hmm. Era, remember? That's right. That's right. It was either on CBS, ABC, or ESPN 26 times. Yeah. It, it dropped down to the ACC network once. It dropped down to the Big East network twice. And then once on RSN two years ago. And once it went to Sunshine Network way back, I think it was in 92, back before there was a lot of regional networks, and that's the Florida RSN, right? But 26 times in 31 years, it was on national network television. What does that tell you? That game will draw viewers. Mm -hmm. And 12 times in that 31 years, both teams were ranked at kickoff. And I thought taking that game away, Yes. and and I love Wake Forest, don't get me wrong, but to say, Virginia Tech, you're not going to play Miami anymore. You're going to play Wake every year. Is your new In an era where television rules, I didn't understand it. Never that. made sense. Yeah. Well, it made sense from a, a logistics standpoint. And, you know, it, it means that Virginia Tech or Miami are going to lose a game every year. You see what I'm saying? And I, you understand it, right? If Virginia Tech and Miami don't play until the playoff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it increases your chances of having – you know, uh, better records heading into the Thanksgiving weekend. But you got to play. You got to play. I mean, if Ohio State and Michigan never played, you take a loss away every year, right? Yeah, right, right. You got to play. If Florida State and Miami had never played, think of all those wide right games. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, w- yeah. I want to play. And college football is about rivalries. And, and I don't think Miami will ever be Virginia Tech's primary rival. I'm not saying that. That's no, not at all. Not at all. The Wahoos. And we're never going to be their primary rival. I mean, they loathe the Knolls. And they hate the Gators, too. They're just not playing. Right. I mean, we're not one of the... But it does well in television. And in an era of television, the intersectional game does better. It just does better on TV. The Syracuse game last week at Lane, you know, it was a great game. The Hokies won. 780,000 people watched it. That's a fraction of what watched right. a Virginia Tech-Florida State game. Mm-hmm. And a fifth of what watched the Tech FSU game. So when you look at television, you 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 want to play the best games you can. And the, where the Big Ten and the SEC have an advantage over everybody, Rick, is they've got well, they got a bunch of advantages. They got way more alums, but they got these intersectional games. And, and now they've added to that. I mean, the Big Ten's brought in California and Washington and Oregon, right, to their mix. And the SEC just added the state of Texas, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're going to have the, the Georgia Bulldogs against Texas and, you know, 
the, the games they already have, they're going to be able to pop off three intersectional blockbusters or at least three blockbusters every week. It's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We're going to step out and take a break, and we're going to get the SMA update from Bill when we come back. We're also going to figure out the Baker team game of the week. My goodness, a whole lot going on that he can consider. And the NRV Heart Clinic Top 3 as we roll along with the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, in the Roth Report here on BDST. Stay with us. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling at True Value Hardware for your home improvement projects. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. From the classroom to the studio to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech's sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. All right, we do welcome you back. Time now for the SMA update here on the Roth Report. What's going on with the young folks? Man, I'm so excited about our sports media and analytics kids. We're taking six of our students to Louisville for this week's Virginia Tech UofL football game. Appreciate the Cardinals and their athletics administration credentialing and accrediting our kids. Uh, Braden Shank, who's a freshman at Tech, has been hired as a play-by-play announcer in the Cape Cod League for Falmouth, the Commodores, next spring, which is huge. That's the most competitive league for broadcasters and players mm-hmm. and coaches and whatnot. It's a historic league, and he's going to be calling games for one of the historic uh, teams uh, up there. Um, we're talking a lot about uh, why the World Series, the three lowest-rated games, the three least-watched World Series games on record mm-hmm. in the history of Major League Baseball. Crazy. This year, games one, two, and three. And we don't have last night's ratings yet. And we're, we're looking at why that is. Is it because the regular season, you know, the ratings were up, but the best teams didn't make the World Series? Right. Yeah. Even though you've got pretty big markets. Right? I know. I, uh, big markets. Yeah. But, the, you know, if, if, the, if the... I know. You know it, it's if tough. If the NFL playoffs started and, and teams, you know, the seventh team in the NFC and the eighth team in the AFC made the Super Bowl... How would we feel, right? I don't know, but it's not working. In the it, it was amazing during the regular season for baseball. The ratings were up, but then you chop off the six best teams, and that's the yeah. beauty of baseball. This is right? what's left. Yeah, yeah. You start fresh. You start fresh, and and people, but people are not watching. I mean, eight million people still a lot of people, but it's way down from the. It used to be 30 million people watching. The yeah, Masters. yeah. Well, it's a baseball problem they're going to have to figure out. There's no doubt about that. Well, it, what, what, what's disappointing is if you're, you know, you're a, one of Fox's big sponsors and you're like, oh, why, why do I want to advertise? That's, that's right, yeah. Not yeah. paying that rate. G- give me the, give me the, 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 any Ohio State football game. Is gonna get, <laughs> that's right. right. That's exactly right. You know, give me the big the big noon game, or give me—I you know, don't know. 
don't buy sports. Buy, you know, I'll buy Hannity for a third of the price. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point. It's a great point. Well, it's great, and I'm so glad that uh, you what you're getting uh, more folks involved, heading them to Louisville. I think it's so cool that the schools in the league work with you for the young people. You know, that's really cool the way and they we're do doing that. that for other kids coming. Yeah, in. The Syracuse group brought a bunch of students down. It's awesome. Uh, I, I was so impressed with what what some of their kids did. You know, the Syracuse student TV group did a live show at Lane Stadium, starting at 12:30 in the morning. That's cool. And but you know. We left the lights on for them. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't kick them out. And, 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 and you know, there's a, a lot of reciprocity. Whatever we get on the road, we return to the visiting students, too. We're not like uh, UCLA, where evidently <laughs> they uh, heisted the Cal Buff, <laughs> the Colorado Buffalo locker room. Yeah, well, it's interesting. We were comparing that to, to Tech and ODU like last By year, right? right? By the way, I mean, I get, I get chains and jewelry. I get it. I do, right? I yeah, mean, I, sure. I, I think sure. it's really neat. You wear a nice ring. You wear a nice watch. Um, but, I, you know, when you, when you go to the gym to work out, when you go to the gym to work out, do you bring your most expensive jewelry and throw it in that locker? Never. Never. I just... You know, Dion wants UCLA or the NCAA to reimburse them. Yeah. That's not going to happen. No, no. You, you know, if you're going to buy a, a $10,000, more than that, you're going to, you know, you're going to buy a $45,000 Rolex, you should get insurance. <laughs> That's exactly right. Or wear it. I don't know. Yeah. Don't take it off. Yeah, don't, don't but, take it off. <laughs> but don't, you know, I don't know that you wear it to the gym. And people say, well, where are the kids getting the money to buy that jewelry? Well, 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 well we know. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, these kids didn't have the, you know, that store. It wasn't a Pax. What's that store at the, at the mall? Pax Sun. Yeah, Pax Sun. Yeah, this wasn't an Abercrombie and Fitch leather no, bracelet. They got. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What in the world are you going to do with the Baker team game of the week this week? I, I mean, know. so Hokies and Louisville are battling for second place right? in the ACC, right? right? I was going on and on about this, so. You know what? Saturday's Bedlam game could be the final game. I know Oklahoma it's sad. And Oklahoma State. Yeah, the Sooners are leaving for the SEC. They're not on the schedule moving forward. They may play in some sports, but it doesn't look like this football rivalry is going to continue. Yeah, and Oklahoma coming off the loss at Kansas. Now they play their biggest rival at Oklahoma State, and you know they want them bad because this could be the last game. Absolutely. Um, Washington's at USC. This this looks like a sixty-five sixty game, doesn't it? It really does. Two great quarterbacks, maybe the Heisman runners at some point. Who knows? Right. SC's not they, – I mean, they couldn't stop Cal last No, year. they could not. So, I mean, there's a lot of intrigue there. Notre Dame's at Clemson. Did you see Dabo go off on yeah, the oh, caller? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we played it. Yeah, people got a lot of reaction from that. You know, so a little, little juice in, in that game. Yeah, I mean, Notre there Dame is. Is, is playing really well right now. They just smoked Pitt. And Clemson needs a – if Clemson loses the game at home Saturday – if Clemson loses at home to Notre Dame, think about this for a second, right? Because I know you think things through. Mm-hmm. Clemson's going to be four and five, right? The preseason number one team to win the league. Remember back in August, Clemson was picked to win. Yeah, not the Knolls. They'd be four and five. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but I'm going NFL this week. Okay, as our Baker team game of the week. Uh, Cowboys and Eagles is a good one. 
Bills at Bengals. Remember what happened last yeah, year? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're great. But my Baker team game of the week is an NFL game that's taking us to Frankfurt, Germany. Dolphins and Chiefs. Yeah, that's a good call. And we have, in our SMA class, we've talked about it. Why does Frankfurt, Germany... This isn't Munich. This isn't the biggest city in that country, right? Or even Cologne, right? We, we look at these... Why is Frankfurt, a city of around just under 800,000 people, why does Frankfurt, Germany, love the NFL so much? Why does Frankfurt, Germany, why are the people there willing to pay outrageous numbers for prices? Now, they're getting a very good game, by the way. They're getting two of the better teams. But that's what the NFL is doing. Why Frankfurt? It's not the biggest city. It's like... I mean, think of any U.S. city with 800,000 people. What would that be, like a Nashville or something? Yeah, exactly. You know, but, but why? What is it about the National Football League that Cologne is going, I'm sorry, that Frankfurt is going nuts over the NFL? And so it'll be really interesting. It'll be a cool experience for the dudes, for, for the Dolphins and the Chiefs. And, uh, and we've looked at that, like, you know, fact coach or coach the commissioner Roger Goodell talked about maybe an NFL Super Bowl in London but the, but the team or either the city rather that has the most passion ardent NFL following in Europe is Frankfurt Germany absolutely and they're getting a really good game Sunday yes they are yes they are. I think that's a good call I can't explain that you know? no that was in the world league too when Frank right they had the galaxy was that the galaxy I think yes they had the highest, you're right, they had the highest attendance and they were the most popular. And it's not franchise. a tiny city. We're not talking like it's Steubenville no, or something. I mean, no, it's a major city. Yeah, it's always been popular. That's exactly they right. They love American football. Yeah. And they love the NFL and yep. people watch it, right? Yeah, they do. And they'll be full throttle, man, full throat for that one. There's no Dolphins, doubt. Dolphins Chiefs is a great game. By the way, that would be a great game. In Frankfurt, Kentucky. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I, I would watch that one. <laughs> much less, much less over Germany. All right, time now yeah, yeah. for Bill's NRBR Clinic Top Three. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top Three. Now back to Rick Watson. All right, how are we looking here? The top I think three. we're going after uh, Michigan a little bit here today. Okay, we're right. going after Michigan stealing signs. Their latest NCAA. Uh, Faux pas. All right. What we got? And I don't know. The, I don't know what the sanctions would be. By the way, I thought when Coach, I thought when Coach Harbaugh went back to Michigan, he was going to be the, you know, the, the next great legendary Michigan coach, right? Yes. Didn't you think that? Yeah, I did. I did. That he would follow in the likes of some of the greatest coaches ever that have coached at Michigan. Like he'd be the next Bo, right? It turns out that he's he's the next Jerry Tarkanian. That, yeah. That he, he's winning, clearly. With great players, clearly, but he mocks the NCAA. Yeah, yeah. He makes yeah. fun of them. Catch me if you can. You can't catch me. I'm Jim Harbaugh. I'm Michigan. Go ahead. I'll sit out three games. Yeah. That's right out of the Tark playbook. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And that's not Michigan, man. That's not. You know, right, right. That's not. That, that was UNLV in the 90s. Um, he loves to be the. He does. Instigator. He does. He does. He, you know, just like Tark. Yeah. Who, by the way, was a great coach. That's not, that's not a negative yeah, about right, Tark. Right. You know, but 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 Tark's number one rival was the NCAA. Yeah. Anyway, it was. Um, our top three cheaters and cheating scandals. Okay. Michigan doesn't come close to this. Right. So I'm not going to go with Barry Bonds or Sosa or Mark McGuire or steroid era. Palmero. Remember that? Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I thought about Tim Donahue, the NBA ref. Um, and, of course, when you talk about cheating, you can always just go right to East Germany. Remember, they had like 10,000 athletes that were doping for like four decades? Yeah. Yeah. Here are my top three cheating scandals. Okay. Number three, Tanya Harding. Yes. January of 1994, someone used the police baton to strike Nancy Kerrigan Nancy on her Kerrigan. landing knee. That's exactly right. Remember that? Yes, I do. Vividly. The ex-husband of Tanya Harding That's right. was the perpetrator. Yep. yep. They were rivals in figure skating, so she had her husband take a police baton and whack Nancy Kerrigan's knee so she couldn't compete. That's a good one. But they got caught. They got caught. Everyone always gets caught. Yeah, they do at some point. Number two cheating scandal of all time on our NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Takes us to Boston, 1980. Do you remember this? Rosie Ruiz was the first oh, woman yeah. to cross the finish That's line right. in the Boston Marathon. That's remember right. Remember that? Yeah. She came in first. They gave her that big laurel wreath. Yes. The fastest woman in Boston, Rosie Ruiz. But... Found out that like she got out of the, she 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 left the race, got in a car, <laughs> and then rejoined the race. Uh, I could win the Boston uh, Marathon. You and Bill Roth, ladies and gentlemen, the champion. I could win the Boston <laughs> Marathon if you Boston gave Marathon. me a, an Uber. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny. I got I could do those eleven. How many miles is it? No, I don't. I don't. That's. Funny. I could do it in about fifteen minutes. You could. You could. Even with traffic. <laughs> So Rosie Ruiz, but you know, she had her moment in the sun. Uh, just terrible cheating. Terrible. How? Why? Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. She got caught. Um, but my number one cheating scandal in our NRV Heart Clinic top three. This one's bad, Rick. This one's bad. In two thousand, so twenty three years ago, right? Spain's Paralympic team won gold. They won the gold medal. But it was then later revealed by a Spanish journalist that they weren't disabled whatsoever. Right. I do remember that. They were pretending to be disabled. Mm -hmm. And they won the... Who does that? I know. I mean... That's really bad. That's that's really bad. That's really bad. That's not corking a bat. No. Didn't Sammy Sosa cork his bat? Amongst other things, and, other than his body, well, yeah, and his but I mean, he, like, he lined a du- he lined a double yeah, he up did. the alley, and like little 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 rubber little, balls came out, gumballs yeah. went yeah. all over That's the right. infield. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, pretending to be disabled to win a gold medal. That's that's the worst. That's the worst. But they all got caught. Everyone got caught on this, by the way. Whether it's Rosie Ruiz or the Spanish Paralympian Paralympians or Tanya Harding, Barry Bonds, they all get caught. Good stuff, as always, my friend. It will be listening on Saturday in Kentucky. Have a safe trip to Louisville. Thanks, pal. All right, there you go. That's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We're going to take our break, come back. The second Hall of Famer of our Hall of Fame broadcast hour. David Teal next. Stay with us. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. And True Value Hardware for your home improvement projects. Visit First in Maine today the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. 